0: Welcome to Social Media Blues, a podcast for those who struggle with social media but can't afford to get out of it. I am your hostess, Elsa Figueroa, and this is today's episode. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Social Media Blues from the quarantine. It is now the end of May, can you believe this? Um, So yeah, this is our life now. I I don't have anything new to add other than I am just full on embracing the uncertainty and the trying to live in the moment and just staying focused on, on working on my projects and on what I can do from from my place where I am um so yeah it's actually been very productive in a way. I've been writing a lot more. I've been publishing articles on Medium and you can definitely find me over there at medium.com um, under my name, Elsa Figueroa. Um, I've been posting a lot more, being a lot more engaged with my social media, um, channels for my studio, doing classes online and just kind of trying to keep it all going, (laughs) keep it all afloat, is what I mean to say. So yeah, today is a lovely Monday actually when I am recording this, I meant to record this Thursday or Friday of last week, but (sighs) (laughs) life got in the way, especially when you're dealing with several projects at the same time, It it can get a little bit tricky. But I feel inspired to share today because I've been watching a lot of YouTube and listening to a lot of podcasts and discovering new creators that inspire me and they just make me feel like I want to reach out to, like I want to put out content as well. Like I'm really enjoying creating content and figuring, figuring out ways in which I can keep doing that more and more and hopefully eventually I can one day live off of the content I do make or partially. Okay, <clears throat> speaking about content, um, today's topic is actually based on um, an article I wrote for Medium called Why I Canceled My Social Curator Membership, and it sounds very specific, but I actually want to point out some trends that I've been noticing, and, and hopefully I will be able to crystallize and articulate um, what I've been noticing, my observations, and and put them into a bigger um more uh big picture type of piece whether as an essay or as a podcast or both because now I'm, I'm experimenting with all these mediums and and i actually enjoy it a lot just being able to write and script a podcast episode but also an ep- an article but also maybe um youtube videos or blog posts so i'm excited for the future for my future as a as a sort of content jack-of-all-trades or Jackie of, of all-trades. Anyway, so <laughs> um, what is social curator? First of all, why should you care? Okay, if you're a social media manager, whether for a specific type of business or for yourself, um, whether you're a solo entrepreneur, sole business owner or have a small company or an artist um, trying to promote your work, on social media um, you know that it can be very overwhelming to come up with content all the time this is a huge struggle it has been certainly a huge struggle for me um, I go through many different phases and cycles of this and um, I've gotten a lot better at figuring out how I want to do things but it's it's a struggle it's constant struggle and sometimes you run out of ideas, you feel like you've done everything already, and in a way, you, you do. You probably have done everything, and you just kind of feel like you're repeating, but actually repetition is good, um, especially with social media, because not everybody gets to see all of your posts, chances are that if you have a business account, Uh, on Instagram and Facebook only a small percentage of your following is actually seeing your posts. So repeating things in a different way, in a different type of post, in a story, taking chunks of, of other things and putting them somewhere else, like for example a bit of a blog post, you put it in a story or whatever, then that actually makes it so that more people hear your message. So once you figure out what your message is, then A lot of it is repetition, you just have to like figure out how to repackage it in a different way so it doesn't get stale, of course, but a lot of it is repetition, right? Um, So that's kind of where the phase that I'm currently in, Um, just really becoming very, very clear about how I want to present in social media and what my goals are, whether it's acquiring more followers, not necessarily, right? So um, during this process of figuring all of this out, I've been through um, many different, uh, I've explored many different avenues, including different apps, uh, different programs, um, advice, newsletters, podcasts, books, etc. One of those avenues that I explored was Social Curator. Social Curator is a subscription service created by Instagram marketing guru and professional photographer Jasmine Starr to provide business owners with content templates and beautiful photography to simplify their social media content creation. So basically, um, this was a membership, uh, a monthly subscription model service. You paid, when I signed up, it was $37 a month, it seems very reasonable given that I was going to get a lot of pre-made content that I that I didn't have to come up with myself and beautifully shot photography. I decided to give it a try just for a bit and see how I liked it. And I signed up first at the end of August of last year of 2019, which means that I got my first issue of Social Curator in September. And each issue of Social Curator is focused on a specific topic that teaches you how to quote-unquote do social media Um, and that particular month was focused on stories back then I was really struggling with stories I had no idea how to leverage them I didn't understand all the tools it took me a while I was not an early adopter of stories let's let's say (laughs) I was actually very resistant I didn't get them I am in a much better place now thank you very much Um, (laughs) I now see them as an opportunity to get really creative but back then I just I didn't get it like it just felt like one more thing that you had to do and it was like what's the point of this so it felt like a godsend to be honest and so um, I'm going to explain now what a social curator entails so once you sign up you get access to the uh, members only website And in that website, every month you get what she calls an issue and it's like kind of like a magazine, right? So you get a PDF with the general theme for that month, the general focus. And then you also get um, story templates. So sort of like fill in the blank cards, saying something like, for example, one story would be like um, behind the scenes. My favorite way to start the day is blank, and then you fill in the blank, and so on and so forth. And you also get a packet of beautiful pictures, just gorgeous photographs. But they were all like, um, I don't know, um, a cup of coffee with like a plate of blueberries on the side and a bouquet of flowers or something like that over like a white desk, stuff like that, you know. Very beautiful but ultimately um, doesn't really say a lot (laughs) doesn't really say a whole lot other than I have good taste which um, well I'll get into that in a second but you get that and you'd get um, also access to a private Facebook group where you get support and you could post questions and people would answer So that was kind of the, that's kind of the dynamic, that's kind of what it includes. And at first I was really excited because the design itself, the design in which the website is packaged in, in which you get all these different uh, tools and different um, media is very beautiful and, and it's very attractive. But I started running into trouble right away um, because um, what I didn't realize back then, and I think this is one of the main things, much, much, much of the pre-made, curated social media content and a lot of the tips for social media content that you can find out there is for a very specific social media uh, type of content creator let's say. So um, uh, over time I started noticing that actually the perfect uh, audience or the perfect customer for a social curator and, and what Jasmine was selling were um, independent business owners who had maybe an e-commerce store selling i don't know apparel or um, artisanal hand soaps let's say or coaches like fitness coaches or um, people who had courses to sell and coaching services like nutritional services or fitness services and it was very, very difficult for me to figure out from the get-go what category I was falling in. And this is kind of a struggle that I've been having from day one, which is that my, my business actually functions, has, has more the aspirations of a nonprofit, of, of a nonprofit organization than a normal business. And that is on me to figure out completely um I, I i'm starting to transition into that type of uh, mindset that maybe I need to restructure it or or structure it differently because I don't think i want to run run it like a normal uh for profit business um I don't know but that's that's my own deal but um regardless of that um just I just didn't see how my studio fit into all this pre-made content the photos were like I don't know like I said uh, beautiful you know flower arrangements and like a gorgeous um, white desk or like a, a corner of a MacBook Pro with like a nice little um espresso cup next to it and a half eating croissant stuff like that it didn't really speak about my business at all like in any way shape or form and then when i when i got the prompts um for the stories first of all i had to translate everything because all of my content is in spanish so i had to do an extra step of translating and then none of it sounded like me or my business at all like it just didn't sound like me and i'm sure it maybe works for certain types of people but it wasn't working for me and i know a lot of people just take it as cues and ideas but it was actually stumping me it just had me stumped most of the time because i couldn't find myself in any of that content. I couldn't find my business in any of that content and I couldn't really um, engage with it even like if I saw somebody's feed that looked like that with those photos, I would think oh that's beautiful, but it, it wouldn't speak to me I wouldn't want to hire that person necessarily because ultimately it didn't say anything All that wide and all that you know quirky perfection if you will in those photos it just it didn't feel like it had anything to do with my life in any way shape or form so that was kind of the um the main reason why eventually i decided i need to get out of this this is getting in the way actually it's just making me even more stumped and more frustrated with the process and i'm wasting money on something that's not working for me at all it's just doing the opposite So um, after five months, I canceled the membership and I was a little bit concerned because the month I canceled it was actually the last time that it was going to be $37 a month. After that, it was about to increase and I'm, I'm not sure how much it increased to, but you know, she was making it sound like, oh, get in now because then afterwards it's going to be locked and blah, 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 blah. So, um, I was a little bit concerned that I might regret it later, but honestly, I have not regretted it once since I stopped. And actually I unsubscribed her from her email newsletter. So that's specifically for social curator. Um, I have stopped following Jasmine, um, more and more because there's this whole general trend in the whole sort of entrepreneurship social media marketing social media business coaching world that i find very problematic and, and and difficult to to engage with right i find it very alienating for me personally and for my personal values and for what i want to create in the world um A lot of it has has turned into this this, um, discourse for how to get rich. So from a place of self-help and empowerment, it has become about how, how to get rich, how you also can get rich and have the freedom you aspire to. And I'm not sure when, Entrepreneurship and business owning and empowerment, or professional or career empowerment, or whatever became this quest for wealth. I understand wanting to increase your income. I definitely want to do that. Um, I definitely want to pay off my, my debt. I definitely want to maybe buy a house one day. But that doesn't, I don't need to be rich to do those things. <laughs> like um I can I can get to a place where I'm I'm not, you know, I, I can increase my income up to a level where I can do those things comfortably and start saving maybe for retirement, but that's, you know, that can be achieved within a certain level of income that doesn't need to get into the millions. And a lot of what I hear around uh, the, you know, the the coaching circuit is about how to increase your revenue up to you know a million and i find that very problematic because in the process of coaching people to accomplish that there's this constant emphasis on the hustle you gotta hustle you gotta work hard you gotta work hard you gotta work hard you gotta sacrifice a lot of things and I know a lot of people who are working really hard, who are working a day job while also working on their hustle, and they are putting in a lot of effort and energy, and yes, they are living a very fulfilling life, but they're nowhere near being rich. And I'm not sure where it stops, you know, where, where the cutoff point is. And. I'm not saying that Jasmine advocates for this, but um, I feel that she's now becoming part of that whole world where you have these self-help gurus, you know, the likes of Tony Robbins or Rachel Hollis, who are promoting this idea that you just gotta hustle and believe in yourself really hard and then you can be rich. And that's that's problematic. That's extremely problematic. And I don't think it's necessarily a goal that everyone, not even all hustlers or entrepreneurs should, should have. Um, because at some point it becomes, you stop necessarily doing what you're really passionate about. Like for example, she became, in Jasmine's case, she became a, a very, um, so that was it after a photographer like that was her dream she wanted to be a photographer and then she turned into this social media coach and that's great if she wanted to do that but it's it's this idea that okay so I wanted to become a photographer I did that successfully so that's it um I'm gonna quit being a photographer to go be a coach now and I see that a lot I see a lot of people selling courses and coaching services that come from this place of oh I already did that other thing that you were trying to do and I did that and accomplished that and so now I'm gonna teach you how to do it and charge even like crazier amounts of money because these are people who successfully built a business doing whatever it is that they were passionate about and then but then they became they really became millionaires, right? They they achieved that next level selling courses and books and 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 speaking at conventions and it's like okay I don't want to necessarily speak at conventions and sell courses Um, I just want to be able to have enough money to do my business and live my life and maybe invest a bit more in my business but um, I'm not trying to get to that top level where i'm this millionaire flying all over the world and having this really bougie life and speaking at at conventions you know but a lot of these people made made a real amounts of money doing that it's like these financial advisors who became rich by being financial advisors by by selling books and courses <laughs> And then they're trying to advise people how to manage their finances in order to have more money. But dude, you have more money because you're selling people on how to manage their money, not because you managed your money well. You know what I mean? So it's just, it becomes like this cycle and I'm not sure that it's necessarily healthy for everybody to be chasing all of that so I started noticing a few elements in in her discourse that started bothering me um maybe they were there all along honestly I haven't followed her that long anyway not not necessarily not even more than a year so um but even across that time I've noticed some changes and then I saw that she spoke at a little role convention and I was like I'm, I'm not, um, I know that company is a little bit problematic, and so I'm not sure that that's the best use of her abilities, but I digress. Um, my whole thing is that this seems to be geared towards a certain type of, of, of business owner. So if you're considering joining Social Curator or thinking an existing membership, um, this isn't meant to discourage you. Um, I'm sure that there are thousands of people for whom Social Curator is the answer to all their troubles and cannot imagine not having it as a resource. But to me, it just added to the overwhelm of social media marketing. It's just one more thing that I had to do. And I felt even more frustrated because I didn't feel like I fit in. And actually... I asked one time in the Facebook group about ideas for my type of business, and I got a, a bunch. I got some cool ideas, and then I got some other people saying things like, oh, but um, that's, you know, that, that industry is really rough and it's actually kind of a dying industry, which is not the case. Um, and then the people offering to have like a private coaching call with me, like these people who are in like somewhere in the United States who know nothing about my culture and they're offering me coaching that they were probably gonna end up charging me for. So I'm like, that's not a solution. (laughs) So um, I just never could find myself in that community. I couldn't find myself in that aspirational, gorgeous content. Um, The voice didn't sound like my own voice or the voice that I wanted to associate with my business. Um, the content just did not translate well to my business, and it, the speaking style didn't feel authentic for the audience I wanted to cultivate. But um, if you're thinking about giving it a go, and, and you're like a fitness coach, for example, then it might work better for you. I'm just saying that a lot of the images are of nothing in particular. They're just, you know, objects or like lots of coffee and flower arrangements and ultimately i'm not sure who that would speak about (sighs) well this has been social media blues for this week i hope that this has been helpful somehow in your journey to through social media and continue to struggle with this But I think ultimately what happens is that when you find exactly what it is that you want to say and what your values are, then it becomes a lot easier to, to create content. And I think I'm at a stage where I just need to keep repeating my message in different ways. But ultimately, just keep repeating that and keep calling people in that I want to call in because the goal is to build a community of people who are interested in what you're doing not to have a hundred thousand followers maybe that's your goal if you want to be an influencer but that's not my goal i'm not interested in that so you know um to each his own anyway have a wonderful rest of the week and i will talk to you soon Remember to follow Social Media Blues on Instagram. Have a wonderful day. Bye.